0: Welcome to another podcast with David Chapman, our executive director for Wales. David, you're here to talk on a couple of the going issues there and a few of the meetings you've been to to promote those. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, please?
1: Yes, of course. The key element for all businesses at the moment, is, as as you all recognise, is the cost crisis that we're currently experiencing. Unfortunately, our efforts to try to get VAT limited to 12.5% weren't adopted by the Chancellor, and that means that with that and business rates coming back in, uh, national insurance contributions, food and drink inflation and energy, uh, inflation through the roof that every business is really suffering at the moment and trying to struggle to maintain any margins uh, with price sensitivity to the customer. So that's obviously the, the paramount argument that we're making to government is how we can be assisted with that and not, if not directly assisted how we could be considered for other secondary assistance um, to be able to enable benefits to the businesses to, to try to improve the position.
0: Are those the only areas you're currently working on?
1: Uh, we're also fighting on uh, two other fronts, uh, possible uh, future legislation here. One is based around the uh, visitor economy levy, which is being booted by Welsh government. That's quite a long campaign. It's the, we're not expecting the uh, the open consultation, which is probably going to be 90 days long, to be opened until at least the autumn Um, And then there'll be whatever consequences come from that. Um, Should there be any legislation needed, that will probably take a few years afterwards. So realistically, this is a long game and it's going to be 2024, 2025, possibly before anything would happen. We're obviously opposing that completely. We don't believe that the industry at the moment is in a position to take another tax and to become... Removed from uh, Neighbours England for any extra cost base that could be incurred at the moment. So we are fighting that with members' help um, at every opportunity um, as we are trying to help reduce the numbers on the uh, self-catering proposals.
0: And what are they again?
1: You remember that um, the current threshold is 180, or the current suggestion from next April is 182 days a year let.
0: How does the industry feel about that?
1: Um, all of our colleagues in, in self-catering sectors are telling us that that is too high and we're trying to get some sort of nuance into this new plan which is aimed at reducing second home numbers and also number of premises who were uh, able to claim business rates as opposed to council tax, which has gone up to as much as 300% from next year. Uh, so we're trying our best to get that number those numbers down and the recognition of of the case for legitimacy particularly with areas where people have made sound investments and are unable because of the nature of the market to be able to meet that 182 and days and uh, examples like for instance um, diversification on farmlets has been raised and I've raised that directly with both farming unions and politicians in the last uh, couple of weeks uh, to try to make the case for why they should have some some degree of uh, support or exemption from these measures uh, alongside others uh, in a similar market position when they've been encouraged to diversify and encouraged to assist the visitor economy um, over the last few years anyway.
0: And are these the only issues you're working on at the moment?
1: those are the uh, those are the the fighting fronts in the main. We're still doing a lot of work behind the scenes on skills and medium to longer term work on skills, and that's obviously ongoing with the uh, new Wales uh, um, Hospitality and Tourism Skills Partnership, which is currently looking to appoint a new chair in the near future.
0: I'm sure members will be reassured to hear that. And just going back to the issue of the second homes and visitor levy proposals, how are you progressing our arguments on those?
1: I um, took those arguments to a variety of audiences. We had a Wales committee um, between these podcasts. A Wales committee took place in Tlandidno, currently hosted by Tlandidno Hospitality Association. Really good turnout, it was a hybrid meeting, around about 30 different individual businesses and organisations that are affiliated, attended, good debates and some really interesting points. and. We had a dinner after that, which was uh, well attended and I'll come back to and that Wales committee will probably be the last appearance for Anthony Rosser, our chair, the Lake We Hotel general manager, but uh, also has been chair of UK Hospitality Cymru for six years, it will be um, as the summer approaches. And his contribution has been absolutely fantastic. You know, I can't pay tribute enough to the support that he's been. And I will come back to that with the mention of the members of the World's Committee uh, just towards the end of this.
0: Indeed, Anthony has been a huge part of the work and successes we've been able to achieve to date and will be sorely missed. And as you say, those World's Committees are very valuable for us in getting these big issues discussed and our arguments formulated. But how do you get those to the government officials?
1: Apart from the obvious work in terms of dealing with individual um, members of Senate and um, MPs and through our all party group for hospitality events and major drink businesses. I've been attending different events to make the case for members. Uh, One was a Conservative Party dinner in Wales. Uh, I saw a lot of politicians and made those arguments there. And uh, that was followed by Welsh Labour Party conference, which I attended for two days and did the same. And then finally, last weekend was the uh, Applied Cymru conference and uh, I attended the the sessions there and and the dinner. And on every opportunity, tried to get across the arguments that members have been making to me on those, particularly on those three issues. But on the wider need for the industry to be recognised as the economic force that it is in Wales, Um, and looking for a consistent and enhanced strategy to be able to help the recovery over the next 12 months.
0: That is really interesting to see just how plugged in you are there with those various political parties. Now, you mentioned that Anthony Rosser is stepping down as chair of the Wales Committee and you said you wanted to go back to that. So just before we finish, what did you want to say on that?
1: The uh, mention, Anthony, it, it, he will be irreplaceable because um, up until um, the, it, was, it was, of course, uh, BHA in Wales before that he was chair of before the merger. He's seen the organisation go through the merger. He's seen the Brexit arguments that we've made and help with that. And obviously he's gone through coronavirus and the crisis over two years, as have other key members who are part of a volunteer advisory group that I'd like to thank as we've now come to the end of the, the two-year period of of, of direct uh, closure and restrictions by the seam of it. And I'd like to mention Andrew Evans of St Pride's Hotel and Hotel Spa, um, who is a member of the H Council, uh, Justin Baird Murray, a former chair, and Elise Waddy, a former chair. They run the Metropolitan Hotel and the Empire Hotel. And then, looking at the organisations that have participated is Mike Morgan from Welsh Rabbits who represents a huge number of hotels across Wales Barry Jones of the Hospitality Association and Karen Matthews of Cardiff Hoteliers Association they all attended around about 60 different online meetings during covid to advise and to help and to direct my work and that really was a fantastic contribution at a time when their own businesses were under considerable pressure i'd really like to thank them for that it just shows what a great sort of well-knit family we've built in wales for uk hospitality that is growing all the time members are coming in almost daily now and it's fan- it's a fantastic sight to see that that growth is occurring uh, on top of that, of course, was Anthony, who not only attended those 60 meetings, but also took part with myself in the Welsh Government's task force, which was probably another 60 meetings at least during that period, and directly linking into ministerial uh, presence every week to get the case across for how the industry was was feeling the the, the pressure every every day of the of the coronavirus um, pandemic. Special thanks to Karen. She's standing down now as Cardiff Hoteliers Association Chair after two, after three years, it was in the end extended period. And I'd like to welcome um, Paddy Hogan, who is coming into the fold as the new chair. And we'll certainly welcome him to do other work. Paddy's already been a great contributor to the skills partnership. And I'm hopeful that he will do more for UK hospitality. I wanted to flag that up because quite often with these podcasts, it may appear that this is sort of a, Um, a one-man band here you know and what we've got is quite the opposite we've got a fantastic uh, support system an array of talent and experience that goes right across the industry and we'll be looking to build on that as we go into the next phase for industry um, representation, uh, particularly with the recruitment of a new chair and uh, a new an enhanced committee setup. And if anybody would like to participate in that, um, either to volunteer or to move forward for a chair role or to um, be involved in the committee, is always open to all comers who are interested and enthusiastic to join. We'd welcome your experience and knowledge. Um, it's a great group of people, uh, please do think about that. And if you're not able to dedicate that time, then remember, all you've got to do is drop me a line through these the emails and give me a call and get your views across. And I will then represent those either into, or both into the World Committee, but also directly into the political process, as I have been doing over the last few years on your behalf.
0: Very well said, David. It certainly is important to recognise the support that we get from our members. We are now at the end of our time here on our podcast. Have you covered all you wanted to say today?
1: That's today's roundup, I think. Um, I'll look forward to speaking again in a few weeks' time when we may know a little bit more about some of the circumstances surrounding some of those policies, and I'll happily report that back.
0: Thank you very much, David. Some really interesting information there on those issues and some very well-deserved recognition there for for our members and really does highlight the importance of having that engagement and working together um, for the good of the industry to to progress on on those different areas. So thank you, David. And we will catch up in a couple of weeks time, as you say, um, to hear a little bit more.